It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Happy sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mine It is hot it is hot in her. It's hot in her. Um, and it is me, Kalechi, yeah, the baby girl in the place to be. Ooh, every week it just gets more juicy. Um, I'm not going to waste time with this. Let's not tarry because I don't know how long technology will um, collaborate or cooperate with me for because I fully had to drive home to get my MacBook charger yet again. It's like... It's like there is a pattern here And the pattern is saying Kelechi, get your fucking act together So I'm literally going to buy another MacBook charger That lives in the office Or lives at the office That way I'm not having to drive home Whenever I've realised that I've forgotten the fucking thing um, I feel like I've been having this issue for like over a year And I've got an iMac And see, see, the, the solution would be to connect my iMac properly Then that way The whole production This whole thing Can run through there And I wouldn't even have to worry About bringing my MacBook To the office But I don't like to learn Anyway, it's me Kalechi And you are listening to SYM Or watching SYM uh, Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right Suck your mum Baby, let me tell you I am so tired I feel like I've still got gummy gel in my hair I was at a friend's wedding Yeah I was at a friend's wedding over the weekend Literally yesterday And I'm sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I had to eat I had to eat Because So initially I Should I tell the story? Yeah, I'm going to tell the story Well, yeah some The un, the abridged version Because I can You know I can talk forever um, And also this These sunglasses on my head Also part of the story Can you believe I thought that I lost my sunglasses So I've got these like Are they Versace? I think they are Versace I've got these Versace shades, right? And I couldn't find them for Ages like for two weeks now, or maybe a yeah, two weeks now, I couldn't find them. And I had the case in my bag, but I couldn't find them to the point where I messaged Kevin Morosky because the last place I remember having them with me was when I went to Kevin and Tom's office. So I was like, Have you seen my my shades? And he was like, No, I haven't seen your shades. Only for me to do with this cushion and the shades were right here the whole time it was the versace shades the whole time it was agatha that it was right there hiding away and so because i couldn't find it i was like i'm not going to go and spend more money to buy another pair of like you know like expensive glasses some people are like that's not even expensive <sighs> fuck off um so i was like i'm not going to spend money again because i'm not mad so i went on um asos and i got these orange pair of sunglasses at the top of my head right they're cute Let me tell you what happened I ordered them And they arrive They arrive I open the box Why have ASOS sent me the entire box of these glasses They basically sent me If I'm not mistaken Just eyeballing it Just eyeballing it There were at least 12 glasses Exactly like these in the box So I think what happened is that The person who was packing my order Either loves me And they were like Let's you have them all Reparations To freedom So um, They made a mistake Because I think that they thought Whatever they were asked They were being asked to pack The sticker on the front Almost looks like it's this is the one of the thing as opposed to actually that's the that's the box of the thing that the things are in. So basically, they just sent me a box of sunglasses when I only ordered one. So I'm having oh, and I love you, and I need you. Nelly, I love you, I do need you. I've got a dilemma 
Because do I now send the rest of the sunglasses back to ASOS or do I just walk down Peckham High Street and just give the glasses out to people? Because I mean, Jupiter is in Taurus and I feel like abundance is my birthright and I'm meant to share it with people. So I feel like I need to go and share these orange sunglasses with the world. But now maybe people from ASOS will be like, let's you send us a fucking box of glasses back immediately. I'll see how I feel because you've wronged me many times. And for the fact that in all of these years, you've never sent me, well, you sent me a few um, like um, free items But in all these years Upon me being a baby girl And seeing all the people around me Who have even less of a platform Quote unquote than I do You'll be sending them things Sending them things And you haven't I feel like I should keep this For my worries And for my troubles So I'll, I think that what I will do Since it's now in my possession Is I'm going to go And give the rest of the glasses out Suddenly you're just going to see Secondary school girls Walking through Peckham High Street All wearing orange sunglasses Because why? I did that shit Okay <laughs> So anyway, back to the party. So got invited to um, uh, my friend's party. She divorced her husband, I think around 2020. Um, And then after a few, well, after like a year and a half, I don't know. I think it was around that time because I think we met, I think we met just as we were easing out of lockdown the first time. I don't know. But anyway, she was, we spoke and she was like, I'm, you know, I'm going through a happy divorce. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, cool. Interesting. That's a new way to do things. Very interesting. And, um, yeah. And next thing I know, I got a call and she was like, oh, we're getting remarried. You know, the year apart, dating different people. We want to, we realized this is where we want to be. And they've been together for years, like childhood sweethearts from what I know. And so, and I've been saying to you lot, I've been saying to you lot that I don't, I don't think she's Pluto and Scorpio. No, she's older than I am. But I've been saying to you lot, like sometimes something ending doesn't mean that, I don't know how to explain it, but you just have to allow space for reconfiguring and renegotiating literally the terms of whatever contract that you might be in. When they divorced, they weren't planning on getting back together from what I understand. Um, But it just so happened that when they went round, round, baby, round, round, I still don't know the words to that song. So let me know. Um, they came back to the conclusion that this is where I want to be, but I just want to be in a different dynamic. Like we've been having the same dynamic for, I don't know, over 20 years. I Let's do something different. Um, and so they were back at it and they were having um, a party. They had a series of celebrations. Some I was at and some I wasn't. Um, and so I was invited to the party and she stated in the in, on the invite that, the, the, what is it? The theme was Afropolitan luxe, um, Nollywood glam, sort of like indigenous drip. That's what I said. Oh, so everyone's coming. Everyone's going to show out. But I also remember having been at her house before, um, how it was laid out. And I also know she doesn't like, um, allow shoes in her house, common sense either. So I was like, Hmm, what outfit can I wear? Because I've got to keep all of these things in mind. How many of us are really going to be there? So when you're saying that you want this dress code, I like, I, I don't know if that's going to fit with what I've seen in, in terms of the layout. Is there space for me to give what needs to be given? So I'm all there and I get a design, put a design together, take it to my tailor, big up yourself, T Larby, T L-A-R-B-I underscore designs. That's his name on Instagram. I promised him when he made my outfit for the Guap, um, the Guap Gala that I would big him up. Also, I need to talk about the Guap Gala. I promised that I would big him up. And then I just didn't. I don't know why. I, I No, I think I switched my phones and I was being lazy to ask for his Instagram um, details. But he was the one that made my Guap Gala outfit. Um... So, I mean, you have to really tussle with him. So don't go there expecting that he'll get it the first time. You have to really tussle with him and then he'll he'll nail the design. So we had worked on a particular dress. And so then I go to the pre-wedding dinner organized by Kenya Hunt. Big up yourself, Kenya. You're the, you, you are the baby girl. So I go to that dinner and then everyone else at the table is talking about, yeah, I spoke to her and she said that, you know, you know, she wants us to go all out. She says, you know, when you've been told before, don't ever outdo the bride. She wants you to go all out, like do your worst. I said, oh, whoa, whoa, wow. Jesus, 
I did not know that those were the instructions. I did not get the extra instructions. Like I did. She was like, yeah, she's redone the whole garden. Like there's a deck situation. It's, you know, we're going to be outside for, I said, wow. Okay. Because I know that that garden is massive. So that's what we're doing. And so people are talking about, they've got trains at the back of their dresses. I said, trains. I said, choo choo, bitch. I said, what? I need to come again. Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. is when I'm receiving this information. The party is on like I was going to say Saturday. The party is on Saturday. I messaged my tailor. I said, we need to regroup. <laughs> we need to regroup. We need to go the fuck again. I went Friday morning. Went to Peckham because traffic was mad going towards East London. So I wasn't even going to make it to Liverpool Street Market or that area, Fryerpan Alley, or whatever they call it. I wasn't going to make it over there. So went to the fabric shops in Peckham, found one cute, cute Ankara Ankara. That wasn't even the one that I wanted to buy. There was another Ankara that I liked, but the woman in the shop, she was like, Dalian, if I pull that one, everything here will fall down. So I have to go and get Carpenter to come and help me pull that one out if that's the one that you want. I said, who's got time for the whole shop to now come and cave in on my head because I want to pick two, two material. I said, no, no, no. Instantly, my eye caught an orange material that had like blue metallic flecks on it. Oh, gorgeous. I said, yeah, I'll have that. Bought that at like, what, 12 noon on Friday. Took it to the tailor, showed him the design, sketched it out. I said, I need one sleeve, one sleeve and one long ass train of my skirt. And I want the skirt, skirt to be layered and gathered, right? Um, I already had a cowrie top from um, La Falaise Dion. Um, I had that, um, I bought that ages ago, but then it broke and then I sent it back to them and then they were like, oh, we'll fix it. We'll send it back to you. I wasn't expecting for it to arrive last week. It just so happened that it arrived. So everything just seemed like serendipitous. I was like, okay, so I'm going to wear the cowrie top and then I'm going to, and if you think about, if you're talking about Afropolitan Lux, if you're talking about indigenous drip, right? Cowrie is how we traded before. That was our currency before all of this stuff. We traded in cowrie. So imagine a top made out of cowrie. I'm telling you, I'm a baller, baby. That's what the ancestors are calling forth. That let me stand in my regality. Like, let me stand in my abundance. Like, ooh, baby. So I'm like, now I need to have my hair done because I was going to do my hair myself. And then Taisha Taylor Scott, I believe her name is. Like, I mean, her surname. I know her first name is Taisha. Mata hooked me up with Taisha. Taisha got my hair the fuck together. I was just astounded by how beautifully everything came together. So when I was telling you about the tailor, so the tailor gave him the material at like, let's say half past 12 on Friday, midnight. So that would now officially be Saturday morning, quarter past midnight, Saturday morning. He's like, it's done. He turned this around in about 12 hours. Meanwhile, he still had to finish another girl's dress in between there as well. Otherwise, I think he would have even finished um, like more quickly. Got my dress, headed home. Um, ironed it, everything, everything. The sleeve, I'd probably change it because when I sketched it, I was just like, and, and I even showed him reference photos. I was like, it needs to be more up my shoulder, but it wasn't the exact way I wanted the sleeve, but the skirt was slapped. I think the whole fit, was incredible based on the turnaround time. I was like, am I meant to be a production manager? Because really I did that. I did that. Orange again, Pac-Man bitch. Eight. So I loved my outfit. And then I saw everybody else's outfits and they looked so lovely. The bride, beautiful, just a beautiful gown, gorgeous. Like it was really nice. And because they um, are Americans, they had like the sorority and the fraternity people there. They were doing their, woo, ah, like that, them dances there. It was really cute. I, I had a great time. And William Chilia, he made the food as well. Um, it was really cute. It was giving grown and sexy. It was giving grown and sexy. Um, and I made some new friends. Um, I made a friend, a white woman, She's so lovely and she's like a Leo sun, moon and rising. Oh my God, we were having the best then. She was like, I know as a white woman, as a white woman, like I hope you're okay with the fact that like I'm taking pictures of you right now because I don't want to objectify you because I understand my place. 
as a white woman. I said, my G. Yeah, a baby, a baby girl. Love her. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you that story. T L A R B I underscore design. That's T Larby on Instagram. I said I'd big him up. So thank you so much for turning my outfit around the way that you did. And I and the plus side is I've still got that other dress. I mean, I still want him to alter it because I'm so glad I that wasn't because their alterations need to be made. So I've still got that other dress. Um, and I'll be able to wear that to something else. But um overall, just great, very sensational um event. It was beautiful. You know, like people go away and come back together. Why not? Why fucking not? And why not celebrate it? Have a fucking great time. That's how I see it. Have a great time. Um, so that's having talked enough. I don't want to be here too long, like I always say, because I've got to help Lev get ready for um the his bits for Father's Day. Um, he was coming up to me and going, happy Father's Day. I was like, no, no, it's not me. I've, I've had my day. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Um, so was, I'm just going to help him do some extra bits and all of that stuff. Um, what else? Guap Gala. Guap Gala. Right. I have been nominated for Cultural Icon of the Year. If Jonathan is the baby boy that I know he is, he'll pop it down there somewhere. I have been nominated for um, culture, a cu- cultural hero of the year. Hero, yeah, cultural hero of the year. Um, the deadline for votes is the 9th of July. Guys, baby girls, baby boys, baby non-binaries. All the email accounts that you have, go and vote for me. Because this year, like, let's be real. Let's talk one-on-one. We are friends. We know each other. It's not yesterday that it's not today that we started knowing each other. We we know each other. Let's talk. You, and if you know that, like, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't try and force your big toe into it, right? But let's be serious. Based on the numbers of this show, some of you are really slacking and supporting me. You are. You are. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. And so if we can say that some of you, the reason that that's the case is because geographically speaking, you can't quite support in the way that you want to support. Fine. Some of you, because of Cosy Lives, you said because of financial something, something, you can't support. Fine. This bitch is free. This bitch is free. Cultural hero of the year 2023. I think that's the year that we're in. Look at my life. Go, oh, sorry, cultural icon or is it cultural hero? I should really know these things. Um, I should really, but, the point is, go on to, I'll put the link in the show notes, go and vote for me, that it is free. If you really want to, unless you hate me, and in which case I really want to understand why do you continue to listen week in, week out, unless you hate my guards, please go and vote. Just go and vote for me. Voting closes 9th of July. Go and vote. Go and get your friends to go. Go and get your boo to vote because I know that your boo likes to listen when you've got this playing out loudspeaker, however you do it. Your boo's listening. Your customer right now while you're listening to this podcast as you're doing whatever you're doing with them, whether it's lashes, whether it's brows, whether it's nails, whether you're waxing their pum. I don't know. Waxing arse crack, bleaching arse crack. Doesn't matter. Get them even right now to vote. Their hands are free. Let them do that. Yeah? Get me something. Since you don't want to do other things, do that. Do that. Thank you. That was my announcement. Um, further to that, what else did I need to tell you? Right. So I've created, because I've been trying to find a way outside of doing the tarot reading on the podcast, people have been asking for personal one-to-one readings. So I've created a new tier on patreon.co.uk forward slash Kalechi Okafor. And it's £33 a month for that tier. It's called the Straw Society tier. In that tier, you will get a monthly um, um, a monthly reading from me, personalized for you, for your month ahead. So I'll read for your month ahead. You don't need to send me any questions. I don't want any questions from you. I will just tell you the theme that's coming up for you personally for the month ahead. So there are some people who have already, who are my patrons already, and they've already moved into that tier. So I'll be sending them their readings for what's left of this month. I'll probably be sending it out in the next couple of days. I try to add um, a couple of one-to-one reading slots for July, the week of July 17th onto um, Squarespace. But for some reason it's not showing up. I don't know what's happening there glitching. Maybe spirit 
didn't want me to read or didn't want the people who would have been able to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that you're bad vibes. I just don't know why it didn't go through, but I've messaged uh, Squarespace to ask what the fuck is happening. And if everything's fine, then I'll put those same slots back out for one-to-one readings for the week of the 17th of July. Aside from that, back to the Straw Society tier. So it's £33 a month. You get a month ahead reading from me every month. After you've been on that tier for three months, you then get a one-to-one video um, reading from me. So my PA will message you and be like, you've done three months on this tier. When, what date do you want us to book in your 30 minute Zoom or whatever platform we use one-to-one reading? And it will just continue that way. So the people, there are some people who have already paid for the year because you've done that. My PA will just go through and book your one-to-one readings in for, uh, for every three months to cover the, you know, the year that you've paid for. So that's that. So I've got straw flingers, which is eight pounds a month. And in that, um, in that tier, you'll get the, um, weekly tarot meditation. So I pick a card, I pick a card and I talk about it. That's what I'm going to be doing in that tier going forward. And that's eight pounds, eight pounds. And then the 33 pounds one will be what I've just explained. So I just thought I'd get all of those things out there. So, you know, um, all right, that's that. Let's get to the tarot because I've already been talking for 21 minutes. My God, collection, you talk too much. Now I've got to race through everything else. Anyway, here we go. This is the tarot letter. Dear Kelechi, I hope you get the chance to read this letter. Um, listening to your podcast over the last four years has been a blessing to my life and many others. You've gotten me to see astrology in a whole new light and deepened my Formula One passion, even though the FIA are pussios excited for the new season. I want to say thank you for all that you continue to do and for speaking for so many of us. I'm sure you're probably sick of people asking this, but I'm 30 years old and I've never been in a real relationship. I've been stuck in a situationship since I was 18 years old. Fucking hell. The way I explain it is like having a five stage interview. I always get through to, oh, I've been stuck in situationships. I think it was meant to say. The way I explain it is like, I am having a five stage interview. I always get through to the final round, feel confident that I smashed it, but never get a job offer at the end. Imagine the state of my love life that I'm comparing it to a job interview. Oh, because I was going to (laughs) say, I was going to say, but let's continue. All my friends are building their lives, getting engaged, married, having kids, and I can't sustain a relationship for longer than a couple of months. I feel like I'm being left behind and feel lonely. I feel worthless, even though I know there's so much else going on in my life. I have great family and good friends. A job I mostly enjoy that pays well and recently bought my own place. Finding love is just something I just can't seem to do right. So my question for spirit is, will I ever find romantic love that actually lasts? And how do I avoid falling into the same situationships over and over again? No worries if there, if you can only answer one. I recognize it's not health. It's not healthy to place so much of my happiness in romantic relationships, but I do genuinely feel like it's the only thing that's missing from my life. I have, however, just started therapy because I don't want to place my happiness at the hands of another. I've included my birth chart. If that helps, I appreciate all that you do and hope you get a chance to see this eventually. Thank you for your purple heart. P.S. I'm a couple of weeks behind, but know from social media, you have already been to Peru. So I um, I hope it was everything you needed and more and can't wait to hear all about it on the podcast. Best wishes. Thank you. Okay, so you got Taurus 10th house. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. Okay. I think you're going to meet someone through work. That's what I think. I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. Do you date some do you date people that you work with? Maybe that's how you lock them down. Date them because you work with date, date them um date people you work with and then you've got 6th house. Okay. Saturn. Oh, all right. All right. So you've got Saturn and Aquarius. Um, so you've had your, we know that you've had your Saturn return. You've got Saturn and Aquarius in the seventh house. All right. So let's talk about it. Okay. Let's use that as the theme. Saturn in Aquarius in the seventh house speaks to the fact that you are going to have that, but, um, you are going to have this relationship. It's just going to come a little bit later in life. And there's also the possibility that, you might end up dating somebody older 
as well Or there'll be some kind of age gap either way But I get the vibe that it's older Um, That's what I'm sensing anyway But in Aquarius as well Aquarius being ruled by um, Uranus that's where the disruptions are coming from Where you're like, oh gosh, again A, a fucking again, it's not working again uh, But You'll learn to work With that energy where, Like, you will learn over time to, to, you know, to kind of move with that energy And I think that Pluto Moving into Aquarius over the next 20 years Will sort of help you Find what it is Like there will be a grounding that happens Because obviously Pluto at some point Is going to have to interact with your natal Saturn And then it's going to start All of these different aspects To other parts of your chart As it does Like that's a common sense thing That happens in astrology But um, I say all of that Because I think that then There's going to be something That happens with Yeah there's going to be something That happens with your Sun and Venus And also the Sun Venus Being in the same house you're being called to shine You know, you are being called to shine And a lot of focus right now will be on your um, career I'm just pulling some cards so you can see what's come out um, Let me do it this way And I'll put it up there um, Yeah, you are just being called to that right now But not in like a Rubbish way where it's like, oh, this is all I'll ever do That's better This is all I'll ever do Just just work, work, work Work, 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 work You send me off your work, 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 work Yeah, you've got the King of Wands as your first card that came out And then you've got the um, the Magician Which is a beautiful card to get I love the Magician card and then you've got the six of swords that came out in reverse So the image on the king of wands We see someone sitting by a fire um, a, a lit, You know, they're, they're sitting by like a What do you call it? A campfire And they've got a wand in their hand And yeah, in it's just a very beautiful deck So there's a lot of fire inside you that you want to share And it's it feels like a waiting game It seems like you're just looking at the fire And not really participating um, Yeah, it's like It almost feels I, I said this to somebody recently in a reading Oh nice, the Empress I said this to somebody in a reading recently It feels like um, Almost like a split personality Where there's so much fire to you There's so much to you But you hold it back And let other people sort of like take the lead like you even notice yourself how you go about describing your romantic relationships In interview situations we usually feel powerless We usually feel at the mercy of the person that's going to employ us So that already says how you feel about the power dynamics within these relationships Where you're not the one interviewing them You're allowing them to be interviewing you Some of these guys are not washing their bums They are not washing their bums Like what are you doing? What are you doing? Like you, you are the prize. Sun in Venus, like into like. Sometimes people are like, oh, you know, Venus gets overpowered by the sun. But I also think that the Venus, um, sorry, sun, the sun purifies Venus. You know, so you you need to shine as bright as you actually are, and stop letting these people interview you. And it's actually good, as you say, that you started therapy because it'll be good to get to the um, root of why you do so. The Empress card coming out here makes me think that aspects of this are linked to a mother wound as well, where um, your um, Four of Swords in reverse shows up as well. Put this the right way around. So what I get from this is like. Let's say it's your mother, for instance You um, are just a parental figure You're so used to waiting for their validation That when you go into relationships It's almost like you go in waiting for the validation Of the people that you're dating Rather than for once going No, actually, what is, what's it, what is it that I want? Do I even like you? Like, ask yourself Do you like Do you proper, proper even like these people That you're in situationships with? Because the answer is probably no Yet you're there because you're the the uh, almost like the uh, I don't want to use the word too lightly, but almost like the addiction. I would say the pattern is just being chosen, 
to just be chosen It doesn't matter if you don't really like them like that It's to just be chosen And then because of your tourist placements as well Like you've got so much to give And you want to give And you want to give And you want to give But imagine like Trying to plant your seeds in, in, on, in ground that is just barren Like it's just never going to be fertile And nothing's going to come of it But you're like, oh, this is where I want to do it This is where I want to plant my seeds Move on to fertile ground Like, please just move on to fertile ground Because that's when you get the lushness That the empress is enjoying in this card Where everything around her is growing Everything around her is beautiful You have to be willing to move on and the magician com- card coming out talks to how powerful that you are as a person and really leaning into that power. But it just feels like you're doubting your power. And the six of swords feels like you want to stay in the same state of feeling disempowered. That that can't run. It really, really can't. You know, you've got to wake up and getting like quite a lot of swords and earth energy is what comes through for you. But it makes sense because if we're looking at the um, Aquarius, Aquarius is an earth, it's an earth, it's an air sign. And um, so it explains the swords coming out because the swords represent air. Um, And yeah, just the power of Uranus making everything disruptive might just feel like a lot. And there is a chance that you'll even meet them I feel like through a work situation um, Is what I'm getting just because of the sun and the Venus I feel like you'll meet them in a um, work situation Or through friends The You know, moving forward Meeting people through friends And meeting people through work Because you say that you sort of enjoy You know, what you do Are there people around there? Because you spend a lot of your time there Are there people there? Like in your field, in your industry because it feels like there um, And also because of it being Aquarius It might be through tech Whether it's through an app Or things like that Or considering um, people who are further away It sounds so mad But I think that that's the, maybe the way to start Having longer distance relationships Because then it's like You have the time to build And it's talking, talking, talking I know that It sounds wild, but talking on the phone, FaceTiming, this, that, this, that, then you organize to meet and then go from there because maybe that eases off on whatever pressure you feel that this needs to move ahead. You're just taking time to know each other. And then it hopefully doesn't feel, I mean, sometimes long distance relationships, when they break up, they still feel icky and horrid. But um, hopefully that just, I feel like she just eats things for you. Uh, look at that Wow The card that you got From the Dickhead in recovery Affirmation card deck Affirmations for a dickhead in recovery um, I'm just showing that It says The child in me Deserves stability Honesty And kindness I see I said that there was something About a parental figure And the mother wound And that comes through So clearly Now That Having um, Aquarius in the seventh house Then having Saturn in the seventh house But um, the house that Saturn is in Your seventh house of relationships And committed partnerships Having Uranus ruling that house Is like lots of disruption Lots of disruption But I do feel like after 30 It will sort of start to ease for you And you're 30 now So I think it will start to ease for you But it's going to take some time You are going to have the romantic love I've given you options for how to go about it For now to build up that muscle It's just going to come a little bit later on But that doesn't mean that you can't Get started now And see where you go with it But I also think that um, it might be There might be a little bit of an age gap as well Is what I'm picking up anyway But Saturn offers stability Restriction, all of those things Discipline, Uranus just likes to Fuck things up, sudden disruptions Whoa, out of the blue But what this is saying is that I guess through therapy You're going to find that The more Saturnian aspects Of your um, chart or, or your seventh house Starts to show up Where you are finding more maturity And getting to the root Of why you gravitate Towards the dynamics that you do And I think once you start to notice Why you do certain things You'll slowly hopefully Start to choose differently So I hope that that resonated with you You are a baby person And I'm sending you all of the love Cool So that's that. Share your magnificence. Okay. Share your magnificence. 
Um, how did I jump to this reading? I've already done that. Um, Shay on Magnificence, I think, needs to go out to Quajo, aka Quajo, what he likes to call himself on the no- um, news. Um, so um, he was really recently, if you remember Quajo, he is an amazing campaigner um, regarding housing. Um, equitable housing um, Housing Safer housing In the UK He's just a baby boy We love Quajo over here Quajo We love him Anyway He posted the other day He says um, MBE My heart stopped When I saw that image first And I saw MBE And it says a message from Quajo I was like Please Please Do not let this be another situation Where somebody has jumped on Jesus Christ's internet to come and explain to us why they accepted an MBE, an OBE, a knighthood. I don't like keep just shut the fuck. Accept your empire trinket and just go. Do like I don't want to hear it. I was like, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Anyway, I start to read. He says, I want to start by thanking whoever chose to nominate me. As I have no doubt it came from a good place So much grief and suffering has happened As a result of the poor state of housing in the UK With the vulnerable and poorest most ignored Some um, some living in what can only be described as slum conditions On the 14th of June tw- uh, 2017 72 innocent men, women and children Tragically and prematurely lost their lives in Grenfell Tower Through no fault of their own A disaster that never should have happened since Then campaign groups like Grenfell United, Shelter and many others have stood side by side demanding systemic change Whilst brave tenants have shared their own experiences in order to highlight the sheer lack of progress and accountability since Grenfell Many continue to suffer Therefore, I cannot accept being honoured or receiving a title off the back of an issue which realistically should never have existed. And in saying that, I felt compelled to turn it down. I have written to the Prince and Princess of Wales to inform them of my decision and to also express my interest in collaborating with them to raise awareness surrounding the social issues causing needless suffering to minority groups across the UK. What they can do when you collaborate with them If you decide that you want to collaborate with them Is that they can give up them fucking palaces Yeah, they can do that Anyway, finally I would like to acknowledge the Prince of Wales' Recent work surrounding homelessness It can only be positive to see Meaningful change across lots of other Important social issues Um Whilst giving a platform, an ear and a hand to help those most ignored and neglected Thanks to all who continue to support That was a very nice PR little thing It was very well written, covered all the bases You don't want them to think that you hate their guts I do Very well done, Quajo I, it was beautiful You deserve recognition You deserve all of the recognition You are such a baby boy We love you here This podcast stands you We love you over here um, And I respect you very greatly Very highly for turning down their bullshit So because, you know They want to um, give you this MBE For your work with social housing Have the con- have, uh, Has the conditions Or have the conditions changed? No So that's the thing They keep wanting to award things That are happening in society The people who are fighting To have to For change in society But not changing the things That need to be changed And I don't want to believe I refuse to believe That they can't do more As the royal family Because they hold a lot of the money Give the money back Give the money back But you won't Because y'all are bitches You won't So Two slaps on your uh, On your chest Quajo We love that for you Oh good I'm getting through it then I'm doing it I'm doing it Anyway let me pick up the um, This week's show sponsors Who are Dipsy And I'll be right back What turns you on? What I wanna know What turns you on Woo So I can be all that And more I like to know I'd like to know what makes you cry So I can be the one to always make you smile What turns you on? That is the question Do you like kisses on your neck? Yup, let me 
Stop. Let me stop. Maybe that's what you like. And maybe there isn't somebody around right now to kiss your neck, but maybe you can listen to a sexy story that talks about somebody kissing your neck. Maybe. Maybe. If that's what you like. (laughs) Because Dipsy's got that for you. Have you heard of Dipsy? Well, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short and sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. And you can discover so many different stories there. I was just giving you a random example out of nowhere, just really random. Um, It's radically inclusive and Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners. And 56% of their stories are voice acted by people of color. Um, Celebrities sometimes read some stories there as well. And new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again and again you can always find something new to explore and they also have sleeping um, sleeping they have also soothing sleep stories as well as wellness sessions and sexy stories that you can read in case you don't want to hear it um so let dipsy be your go-to place for all of your sexy me time and you can go and explore your fantasies like where are they like where do they happen do you don't have to tell me but you can you know go and explore them so for listeners of this show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws so that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dip sea stories dot com slash straws so that's dipsystories.com slash straws go and get yourself involved oh nice so anyway talking of honors now that we're moving to so you mad talking of honors and people who have received them we have reason to believe that boris johnson has been falling around because one of the people that was up for being uh, made into a lady getting a peerage that he didn't give to Nadine, who has been tickling his balls for decades, um, will be someone that will be known as Lady Owen. She's not done anything to distinguish herself in any public service in any way whatsoever. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Um, and she might go on to do things. However, why is she entering the House of Lords? The House of Lords. But this is somebody we've never, ever heard of. Never, ever, ever. She hasn't done anything that we know of, but suddenly she might be, um, she, she might get into the House of Lords. So some people obviously went to do some digging and her name is Charlotte Catherine Tranter Owen, born in 1993. So why should be made a lady going into the House of Lords at what age? At what age? Um, she was a special advisor to the prime minister, explains all the fuckery that happened then. In June 2023, it was announced that she was to be granted a life peerage in the 2020, uh, 2022 Prime Minister's Resignation Honours. Owen will be the youngest life peer in British history. So he wants to make her a lady forever, being a peer, being in the House of Lords forever. Owen graduated from the University of York in 2015, gaining a 2-1 in politics and international relations. Um, She is not known to have any formal professional qualifications or experience of work. Uh, She worked as an intern and parliamentary assistant before joining the number 10 political unit as a special advisor in an unknown role under successive prime ministers Boris Johnson and then Liz Truss um, in her special advisor role. Owen worked 50% for Boris Johnson and 50% for the chief whip and parliamentary secretary to the treasury, Chris Heaton-Harris. Very interesting scenes. Very, very interesting scenes because like, is this not privilege? Her age would make me think that (laughs) that's one of Boris's children. And you know, I've, the one thing I'll say about that Gemini man, he leaves no woman behind. He leaves no woman behind, whether he, um, in, you know, uh, uh, in, infiltrated you with sperm or whether his sperm created you. He's going to make sure that you're good in one way or another, I believe. So I call him a deadbeat dad because I feel like he doesn't know the number of children that he has, but maybe he does. Maybe he does. Uh, but isn't it interesting, this whole system, some of us are breaking our backs because we feel that we must be qualified to do the things that we do and prove ourselves to be able to do the things that we do. But here he goes. This girl has no, no experience whatsoever with anything. 
but she's a special advisor. What is she advising you on? Because it's not your hair and it's not your deodorant. So what is she advising you on? What? Her mother, though, apparently is Allegra Mostyn Owen. Allegra Mostyn Owen is a British journalist and teacher. She's notable for being the first wife of former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Uh, Mostyn Owen was born in London to art historian Christie's education chairman, wow, and William Mostyn Owen, an Italian writer, um, Gaia Servadio. She was raised by her parents alongside her two brothers. Um, during her time as an undergraduate student at Trinity College, Oxford, she worked as a journalist and met Johnson. Mostyn Owen and Just- Johnson married in 1987, divorcing in 1993. She remarried in 2010. Interessante. Interessante, as they would say in that place. I just want to put it out because I just feel like Nepo babies, privilege is just everywhere. And some of us need to be chopping that privilege in one way or another because he's just playing in our face. Lady, you're putting her in the house of lords. But then if she goes in She will keep your interest there always We talk about Boris being a buffoon But He strategizes well With all of that higgy hacker that he does with his hair Which is also intentional Boris Alexander Feffel Johnson He's not dumb He's not stupid He isn't Watch out Watch out He's clocked every political title This country has to offer Clock them All of the major ones Clock them That is not an idiot And that's why you must be very very scared of the guy Be very aware and be very scared uh, What do I have time for? Mm, should I? Because I was thinking I have another So You Mad That I just thought was very Again, interessante But interessante in a different way Oh gosh, so many things So many things Anyway, let me read this Um Some woman messaged, um, it says here, basically the tweet says, some men will embarrass you every chance they can. This dude is struggling with bills at home and he subscribed to his wife's friends, OnlyFans, and sent her over $600 in total. The woman told the wife because she knows they're struggling and gave some money. She's lucky she got anything back. Let's see what it says. So um, the $250 pending, she got she writes to her hey sis i really hate to say this but dan is on my only fans i didn't realize it because he was using his middle name in all he sent a little over 600 but they take 20% and i feel like um the least i can do is send half of what i saw especially with the bill situation he is blocked and i took him off my twitter as well then the wife responds um okay thank you but i'm trying to understand why you only sent half and that's our money that's weird <laughs> what wait where do i stand on this before i react where do i actually stand on this i find out that the person in my life my partner has sent money to my friend's only fans she's messaged me to say hey girl your man's on my only fans but and also um, here's some money back that he hasn't been putting towards your bills. Here's some money back. Nah, the embarrassment would kill me. I'm so sorry. I don't even, I don't even know if I would accept the money back. Like the emba- the embarrassment would kill me, and then I would have to kill somebody. What? What? That of all the pum pum out there, of all the pum pum in all of the world, is my friend's one that you want to peep. No, I'm no, no, no. I'm not even promoting violence. But if somebody was promoting violence, if somebody was promoting violence, I I would get it. I would get it. Oh, she goes anyway. Um, that's weird. And she goes, and how do you not know what it was? Um, uh, wait. And how do you not know who it was? But was talking for weeks. Um. Once it got sent to me, it became my money. I made videos and bought outfits for those on top of them automatically taking 20%. And then um, she responded to the friend's message, the wife's message saying, because he's not my husband and I don't know his middle name off the top of my head. 
And then the friend said, well, I think that you should send the rest. You know, we are behind. This is crazy. No, 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 no. Maybe, you know what? Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll in the comments. You tell me what you would have done, whether it's on Spotify, wherever you're listening. I don't think you can do it on Apple Music or on YouTube, wherever the case. What would you do? Because the thing is, you're not going to order me to send the money back. You're actually not going to order me to send the money back because I did you a favor by letting you know that your husband is a fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. The whole time he knew it was me. I did not know it was him because he used his middle name. I did not know it was him, but he knew it was me and he was giving the money. So your light bill, your light, your electricity is doing. Your light can't even stay on. Your light cannot stay on. Your water is doing just little, little, little because you can't pay your water bill. And meanwhile, he's going to spend your money that should be getting into the household. He's going to go and spend it to look at, to look at Nyash. To look at Nyash. You can use your money to spend and look at Nyash, but only if you know that you've got everything sorted in your house. That's what I believe personally. And then of all the pum-pum that you want to see, of all the Nyash that you want to see, it's my friends. Sis, your priorities are all wrong I'm not sending And even the justification like, But it's true I've got to buy outfits For costumes For doing what I do And OnlyFans has already taken 20% So they've taken 20% What? They've taken 120 Off that 600 Right? I've sent you 250 Babe, I'm being generous Like, we, we have to have them Because at the end of the day If he went and spent it With another girl You're not getting any money back None None. I have given you 250. God, send all the money back. No. No, it became my money the moment he sent it. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't your husband necessarily, if we're being technical, that sent it. Because I didn't, it wasn't your husband with his first name that sent it. It was your husband's middle name that sent it. So I don't have to send you anything back because it is what it is but i don't know how you feel about that you can let me know because that was like my mind was blown my mind was blown and um kill him. no i'm no don't don't i'm so sorry i'm not promoting violence i'm not promoting break his head no i again i do what suffocate him no don't don't do anything i am not promoting violence I'm not promoting violence But if there was an update to this story That he got slapped around the face I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked But that man needs to leave immediately Because it's one thing to embarrass me But to embarrass me with my friends Over something that's as complex as that Sensuality and sexuality and attractiveness You've now fucked up the dynamic Between me and my friend As far as I'm concerned No I don't know if it's one of them Um Kind of fake our stories But um, No I just hate it I hate it out, out here And men will really Really embarrass you My god They will embarrass you Jesus Oh, Anyway Let's get to straw of the week A.K.A. suck your mum So I can get out here And go and help Lev um, Well two um, Institutions Organisations Whatever you want to call them This week And I don't think that You will be surprised By what Well Will you be surprised by one of them? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if you will. Um, yeah, I don't know if you will be surprised by one of them, but we have to get into it. Anyway, no, I eat. First of all, I, no, let me start with this. I want to say a massive suck your mum to this whole legal system that we've got going on. Uh, in this country, everything's a mess. In the imperial Western world, whatever, whatever, everything is a fucking mess. So, Campaigners and MPs have reacted to outrage to a woman being sentenced to more than two years in prison for procuring drugs to induce an abortion abortion after the legal limit. The mother of three received the medication under the pills by post scheme, which was introduced during the COVID pandemic for unwanted pregnancies up to 10 weeks after a remote consultation. Prosecutors said the woman had knowingly misled the British Pregnancy Advisory Service, BPAS, by saying she was below the 10-week cutoff when she believed she was about 28 weeks pregnant. Doctors later concluded the fetus was from 32 to 34 weeks gestation um, between seven and eight months at the time of termination. 
In England, Scotland and Wales, abortion is generally legal up to 24 weeks, but is carried out in hospital or clinic after 10 weeks. The woman, 44, pleaded guilty in March under the Offences Against the Person Act legislation that date, uh, dates back to 1861 and will serve half of her 28-month sentence in custody and the remaining under licence. Originally, she had pleaded not guilty to a charge of an offence to child um, an offence of child destruction. The judge in the case said the woman felt very deep and genuine remorse and was racked with guilt and plagued by nightmares over her actions. Um, Justice Pepperell said this case concerns one woman's tragic and unlawful decision to obtain a late term abortion. In my judgment, your culpability was high because you knew full well your pregnancy was beyond the limit of 24 weeks and you deliberately lied to gain access to telemedical services. I accept that you feel very deep and genuine remorse for your actions. You are racked by guilt and have suffered um, depression. I also accept that you had a very deep emotional attachment to your unborn child and that you are plagued by nightmares and flashbacks to seeing your uh, dead child's face. God, I should have put trigger warning. I'm so sorry. He added that if the woman had pleaded guilty at the earliest opportunity at magistrate's court, the custodial sentence could have been uh, suspended. The number of women and girls facing police investigations and the threat of life imprisonment under current abortion laws has um, risen over the past three years, according to the BPAS. In 2022, a woman who um, used abortion medication in a failed attempt to end her own pregnancy was reported to the police by her medical team. Stoke-on-Trent Crown Court heard how the woman discovered she was pregnant in December 2019 before arranging a telephone um, consultation with um, BPAS in May 2020. She took the medication at home and was later admitted to a hospital after calling emergency services. Police were called to her bedside by hospital staff. The prosecution said the woman told the police in an interview that she had lied to BPAS about how far along her pregnancy was to obtain the pills. The court also heard that the woman had made Google searches, including I need to have an abortion, but I'm past 24 weeks. And could I go to jail for aborting my baby at 30 weeks? There was no sign of the, um, the there was no sign the fetus took an independent breath, according to the coroner's report. The judge, uh, the judge said there was no there were no sentencing guidelines for the offense, but that the maximum sentence was life imprisonment. The defense, Barry White. Okay, said the woman needed family and support rather than a jail term. It goes on and on, but I agree. My God, like, first of all, should medical teams be doing that? I guess there's so much to discuss this week and I genuinely want your opinion because I don't, a prison term? There are people who have done wild things that you lot aren't giving prison terms to prison prince andrew is still out on road i just want you to remember that that prince andrew is still out on road tim westwood is still out on road so many things have happened but you're not focusing on these people prison term and she's gonna go in for what Half of her sentence, she's going to be in 20, or half of her 28 month sentence, you said she'll be in um, custody. So, what's the point? What's the point in your stupid prison system? What's the point of her going in if it's just going to be around a year? That's fucking stupid. If you are going to have any sort of punitive measures, which I don't really necessarily agree with, why make all of that for kerfuffle to take someone into the prison system and then be like, okay, now out on license? If you're really, really going to make a big deal of that about it, it should have just been licensed. But I don't feel like I agree either way. Lockdown was a madness, an absolute madness. So I, ah, I, I don't know, man. But I don't like this legal system, and I don't like that whole thing of the um medical team the hospitals passing on your information and doing I don't know I don't know but if you've got a strong argument you want me to hear it go for your life like but I I just feel like many the the judicial system the hospitals that do that so a lot of you a lot of you need to suck out but I have to be transparent and honest that part of me is a bit conflicted just just because of the term of pregnancy I I I'm not even trying to visualize it, but that's just me being transparent in that regard. But that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, 
Oh my God, you're terrible. Let them imprison you. No, no. Uh uh. But that's just me thinking out loud. No, Ed. Um, But the other story that I was actually going to, oh, I really need to go. The other story I was going to mention was actually about the IOPC. I was going to mention the Boy Scouts, but don't send your children to Boy Scouts or Scouts. Stop sending them because I don't know if they're safe there. So I don't know if you should be sending them there. Anyway, it says here breaking. Michael Lockwood, the former director of the IOPC. So remember, the IOPC are the ones that are meant to watch over the police conduct in this country. The IOPC watchdog. Um, so Brian, uh, Michael Lockwood, the former director of the IOPC watchdog, has been charged with six counts of indecent assault and three offenses of rape against a child under 16. Rape against a child under 16. Wow, and he's ugly too. Ooh, ooh. Don't that it makes any difference. What I'm saying is that just, just the ugliness of his soul and the ugliness of his um of his face, they coincide. They are one together. One plus one equals you. Um, Michael Lockwood, the former director general of the Independent Office for Police Conduct has been charged with nine sexual offences allegedly committed during the 1980s, the Crown Prosecution Service said. He faces six counts of indecent assault and three offences of rape against the girl, the CPS said. Again, trigger warning, Kalechi. The 64-year-old stepped down from his role at the IOPC in December after it emerged. He was the subject of a police probe into a historical allegation. Lockwood was the first director general appointed to lead the IOPC when it replaced the the Independent Police Complaints Commission in 2018. The offences are alleged to um, have taken place between October 1985 and March 1986. Rosemary Ainsley, head of the Special Crime Division at the CPS, said, after carefully considering all the evidence provided to us by Humberside Police, we have authorised charges against Michael Lockwood, 64, for nine offences under the Sexual Offences Act 1956. Mr Lockwood has been charged with six counts of indecent assault and three offences of rape against the girl under the age of 16, alleged to have been committed during the 1980s. Lockwood was previously chief executive of the London Borough of Harrow. After the 2017 Grenfell fire, he was asked by a government task force to lead recovery and remediation work and liaise with bereaved families, survivors and the wider community. After Lockwood stepped down last year, the IOPC announced it was conducting a review to determine whether appropriate steps were taken before his resignation. You know they weren't. Home Secretary uh, Secretary Suella Braverman said at the time that she took immediate action after she was made aware he was the subject of a police investigation and instructed her officials to ask him to resign or face immediate suspension. He's due to appear before magistrates in Hull in, on the 28th of June. So you, Suella, you fucking idiot. You asked them to ask him to resign instead of immediate suspension so what he could keep he could keep his pension. He could keep everything. Can you not see how it will never be well? It will just never be well for you, Suella. Prick. Prick. And that's for you, Michael. Burn in hell, ho. Burn in hell, you nasty, 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 disgusting soul. You are a disgusting man. Wow. Wow. Molesters everywhere But you see why They can't be held accountable You that's meant to be overseeing What the police are doing In terms of conduct You are even You are even mad like them Of course we already knew this We already knew that The IOPC was fucked We already knew that And this is confirming it even more How can you lot be the ones How can you That you're already crooked Be looking into the crookedness Of another crooked organisation That you're actually still part of It's just a circle jerk None of this makes sense. You can all go and suck your mothers for an eternity, you pricks. Yuck. The corruption is everywhere. We are not safe. We're not. I'm not saying that to fear monger. We're not safe. So these institutions have to go so we can think about and move towards actual safety in our communities. This pussy clerk, this alleged rapist pussy clerk was the one that was there with the bereaved families or overseeing the bereaved families of Grenfell. You lot work. There is a place in hell that is hot. 
And you all will find yourself there that's been involved with all of these controversies. Nasty, nasty, nasty. And there are more of them and more of them will keep coming out of the woodwork. All of these people, because we won't stand for it. No, again, I'm not promoting violence. That's all I'll say. That's all I say. That's it. That's it for this week. Like I said, you can join my new tier on Patreon. Um, make sure that you vote for me for the Guap Gala for Cultural Icon of the Year. Make sure. Yeah. And I'll put the links in the show notes. And I think that that's it. Let me get out of here and go and do some Father's Day bits with my baby boy. Yeah. Well, I have been Kaleshi Okafo and this has been... Oh, remember, like, you can watch this on YouTube. I think I said that. If I didn't, you can watch all of these episodes. And it's just funnier because you can see the memes. Oh, anyway. I've been Kaleshi Okafo and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What? That's right, suck your mum. I hope you have a wonderful week, my baby people, and I will catch you on the flip side. Peace. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind